If you knew Dad, you'd know he was many things. A scientist, a teacher, an adventurer, inventor, mountaineer, activist, mischief maker. But above all, he was a storyteller. These are a selection of my favourites that we recorded in 2013, just before he died. They're a small snippet of a remarkable life. I hope you enjoy them. Okay, so, so when, when was it? So it would have been October 1987 or 88? Seriously? 60, 67 60. or 68. Yeah. You were in university? No, I was at, uh, teaching. Okay. I think it was 68. Okay. We can get that, up, we can get that out of the um, newspaper article. So the, the big plan was in Jasuti area, which to get to at that stage is all mud roads, dirt roads, yeah. not tarned like it is today. Yeah. And we were going to go up to Lower Jasuti Cave, where you had your Bachelors. Yeah. And one party was going to climb the middle triplet. Yeah. And there's the three Jasuti triplets. Right. Eastern, middle, and western. Yeah. And they, all three of them are very significant bloody peaks. Clowns. Clowns, yeah. And the western particularly. It's a real um, mission. Yeah. And then the middle... And then for the little boys, you can go and climb the eastern. But even that is quite tricky. Um, so I was going to be in the party that was going to go and climb the eastern triplet. And another group was going to do the western middle. So you set off crack of dawn on Saturday. Okay. Is this just a mountain club? No, it's on Sunday. It was, um, yeah, Mountain Club. Okay. Why, why were you going on the Sunday, not the Saturday? Um, I think Saturday was spent walking in. Okay. Yeah, so into the caves. Yeah. Um, so, crack of dawn Sunday, we set off to climb the, this thing. And four of us were on the Western Triplet. Sorry, Eastern Triplet. Mm. Um, and we battled. Got quite a long way up, but just couldn't get through a crucial move. And eventually, great frustration. I remember a guy called John Irons, who was in it, who had a wick that was just so short. Um, so pissed off because we weren't going to do it. And we said, well, John, you lead us through this bit and we're with you. But he, could, he just couldn't do it, you know. Um, so we turned back. Um, and the guys who tried the central didn't get through either. So generally the climbing wasn't a success there. Right. And we got back to the cave that night and the heavens just opened. Yeah. Unbelievable, which is fine when you're in the cave. Yeah. And early next morning it was still just bucketing down. And now we had to get down to um, what was then called solitude. We now know it as the Injusuti camp. Okay. Where all of the chalets and chalets and whatever have you are. Okay. But at that stage, it was a farm owned by a guy called Tiny Harry's. Right. 
He was a hell of a nice guy, but he was a thorn in the flesh of the parks board because he owned this little farm that was yeah. in the middle of this big nature reserve, yeah. and he wasn't budging. Yeah. He wasn't going to sell it. And on it, he had two huge sort of dormitory-type right. um, accommodation. And, and then there was a little bit of a family dormitory a little bit further up as well. Yeah. He's a very um, generous sort of, sort of guy and, and sort of quite popular in club anyway. Yeah. And it was bucketing down. And we were, to, that night, we were due to drive back to Durban. So you're staying in Intercity, Low Intercity? Low Intercity Cave. Walk yeah. down from the Low Intercity down to the main camp, as you'd know today. In solitude. Which is solitude, yeah. which is known then as solitude. Yeah. Um, Pissing with rain. Pissing with rain. Battled to get through the rivers to get there and just knew yeah. there was absolutely no ways we were going to get our cars through. Right. So we were stuck for the night and that meant we weren't going to get back to school the following day yeah. um, and so on and so on. But anyway, it was all kind of adventurous stuff. And our tiny Harry's just sort of said to us, listen guys, just, he opened his, um, one of his chalets to us, uh, this big dormitories, use it. Because yeah. we were all camping. Right. And, um, so we spent the night there, but one party of I think three people who were a little ahead of us did manage to get through. And they kind of alerted the troops in Durban that there was this big party of mountaineers stuck up in the Drakenberg. Right. You know, sort of completely trapped by swollen rivers and all the rest. Anyway, the following day, we were now bent on trying to get our cars through on the Stuart Road. Yeah. And it was really quite, it was quite fun because it was all thick mud. Yeah. And we'd just have about 12 guys behind one car and we'd haul the car to the top of the road. Yeah. Go back to the next car. Haul it to the top it. of the road. Because eh? you couldn't drive it. Because you couldn't drive it, no. I mean, when I say haul, when I'm saying haul, yeah. I'm meaning the car's engine's going and spinning like anything. Yeah. So it's skidding all over the road. Right. Yeah. But the 12 of you are kind of guiding it so that it stays roughly on the road. Guiding it from the back. Guiding it from the back, yeah. Right. And in that way you'd sometimes manage to get it up without any difficulty and sometimes it'll just slew its way into the ditch. Yeah. In the hell of a battle to get out of that. Anyway, it took us quite a few hours, but eventually we got ourselves out of the main kind of um, problem area and met up with the road, that dirt road that goes from Escort to Bergville. Um, is it still raining now? Oh yeah. Well, it was starting to starting to stop, you know, edging off. Um, but we were met by a cohort of the press, photographs all over, you know, and of course the mountain club is just bloody played all up. So we end up in the pub at the Escort Hotel, not Escort. That was the Escort Hotel. Um, sinking beers and having a late, late lunch and things like this before going on to Durban. And as we're sitting around there, there this little old lady sort of um, was all part of this big table. We didn't know who she was, but you know how you put tables together and mm. all the tables are full of beers and pies and, you know, yeah. and 
Then she says, well, she's a journalist and she'd like to tell our story. Did, did we have any? So then the guy said, well, look, why don't you talk to him? Because he's the leader of the, of the meet. So she gets shuffled over to me, not thinking, well, what stories do we have? You know, we don't have any stories. It rained. Yeah, it's rained. So I thought, no, hang on. Let's play this along and see, see how far we can take her before she realizes we're pulling a bloody leg. So I said, oh, it was nothing really. Um, we went principally to climb two or two of the triplets, Injusuti triplets. Oh, really, she says. That, those are very, very difficult, aren't they? Oh, they're all right. It's all quite difficult, but um, not too bad. And I said, um, and Rob Jacobson, and I pointed to him as a chap on the other side, I said, he had quite an adventure because um, he was, he went, he was attacked by a meerkat. What, she says? I mean, there's no meerkats in the Drakensberg. And a meerkat's this big. And Rob's big. And I, she said, what happened? So I said, oh, well, he was crouching on the edge of this precipice. Really, she says, as close as I could come to say crapping. You know, when he was attacked. And out of which came this meerkat and attacked him. And he was struggling on the edge of this precipice, but fortunately managed to fend the thing off. But he got terribly lacerated. And now Rob had some scratches on his leg from walking through the bracken and all yeah. that. So I said, Rob, show her your legs. And she looks at him and she says, oh, that's terrible. <laughs> this all gets jotted down on her anything else happened? So I said, no, not really. So they said, well, what about um, um, that landslide we had on the Western Triplet when we were climbing? I said, oh, yeah, no, I completely forgot about that. It wasn't really very much, but she, um, now she went up the, up the Injusuti once in a car, and her car got stuck somewhere, you know, um, trying to traverse somewhere. Anyway, she got back onto our story, um, and finished it, you know, how we were climbing the Eastern District Triplet. Suddenly there was this mighty roar, and we just threw ourselves to the side, and the rocks just came pelting past us, you know, in a, in a gush or something. And that was it. And, um, and she was happy, and off she went. And I was actually feeling pretty bad <laughs> for taking this little quite innocent little old duck. But thought that any editor would we're sort of thinking, you know, this is just such a load of bollocks. And Kenneth, not at all. Next day, the headlines, meerkat tax climber on cliff. <laughs> and Mr. Uh, Mr. Rob Jacobson was crouching on the end of a thousand foot precipice when he was attacked by this. <laughs> he got severely lacerated in the battle, but he was okay, he managed to fend the thing off. And then we, Mr. Brian Gray and his party, were driving their car on the Western Injusuti triplet. She, in other words, she got her story locked into mine. Splastered together. Splastered together. And was nearly washed off the side by this um, rock wall. That's really what it was. Oh, wow.
but hell, I've had some fantastic times in the Virgamas. So. Mm. 